Well, that's just fucking great. Oh, great. You know what that is? Do you know what that is? Great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Underrated Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the films that we feel are underrated, underappreciated, or have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. I'm Derek McDuff, and with me are Fred and Alan Torres. Yeah, what up? Yo, what's up? As well as Ariel Ortiz. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about Seven Psychopaths, a 2012 film written and directed by Martin McDowell. The dark comedy stars Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell, Christopher Walken, and Woody Harrelson. Uh, Despite it being mostly well-received by critics, the film largely flew under the radar at the time and did not have a strong showing at the box office, and it never achieved the cult status that McDonough's previous film, In In Bruges, received, nor did it get the widespread critical acclaim that his follow-up film, the multiple Oscar-winning Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, received. Um, so, guys, uh, this was my suggestion. Uh, this is, uh, I'm a really big fan of dark comedies. Uh, what did you guys think of it? Uh, well, I guess I'll go first real quick. Yeah, sounds good, man. Um, I saw it when it came out. I actually remember watching it with a couple of friends of mine when it came out, and I despised it. I actually did not like it when it came out. I just... There's a, I don't know, I just wasn't a fan of it, but I rewatched it today and I was like, all right, I'll give it another chance. Mm, I'm still not a fan. Um, I think getting a little older, I kind of was like, okay, you know what? It's not as bad as I remember, uh, but it's not horrible by any stretch of, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I like the ensemble cast. The, I mean, all the actors are amazing. You know, Christopher Walken, Sam Rockwell, Colin Farrell, like you just... Uh, Woody Harrelson you just got all these these great actors um I think my initial thing was I just felt like it was just kind of trying to be something like I, I don't know what it is I felt like it was trying to be like Smoking Aces and then I felt like it was trying to be Quentin Tarantino but not really um mm-hmm. I, I I'm but the thing is I will I will kind of put a disclaimer I absolutely hate comedies I'm very, very picky with comedies. I, I usually steer the fuck away from them as much as I can just because I really don't like them. But this one isn't as bad as a lot of them I've seen. But the, the story, I feel like, for me personally, I feel like it could have just been a little bit more. I think if there was a little bit more tweaking with the writing and the script-wise, I think it could have, for me anyways, I, I feel like it could have been better. Um, I'm actually surprised there's not that big of a cult status because I, I know a lot of people that absolutely love this movie. Like they, they, it's, they, they always consider it to be like on par with like smoke and aces that they're like, Oh my God, this is a diamond in the rough. It's so good. You know, it has the same type of ensemble cast where like just everyone's in their a game. But I don't know for me personally, I just thought it was after rewatching it and kind of thinking about it, I was like, it's okay. The, the dark humor is there. I'm not like, it didn't really crack me up, but uh, I just mainly enjoyed like the main four actors. Like they, they, they were just on top of their game. So like that was uh, the, the best part for me, especially Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell yeah. kills it in everything he's in. Like 
like it's just impossible not to look at him and watch him on screen. So I'm like, it's Sam Rockwell, man. I, I can't, I can't hate, you know, but I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not a comedy guy. I, I really don't like him. So I really want to hear what you guys think. Maybe you guys can kind of make me change my opinion a little bit more. I said, do you want to go Ariel and give your, your two cents on the mix before I go, I, I go and give mine. Yeah, so um, I think I originally saw this um when it first came out or when it first came out on on DVD. Um, I do like vague when when Derek brought this up, I did vaguely like oh remember it and just of how crazy it it was. Um, I I kind of like forgotten until I started rewatching it like the plot. But yeah, on this rewatch, it still it still is very crazy. Um, this is where it's kind of like. It, it it's where Sam Rockwell's kind of character um, repertoire kind of used to be in in movies of of he was he and he plays it well he lives this kind of like just crazy care crazy guy um I can't remember what the movie was with with Anna Kendrick but he kind of plays it kind of similarly to that um I think it's like it's not Dear John it's something John like um, a, what was that a Santa Claus one Mrs Claus or something the one it's not no it's not <laughs> Mrs Claus the Santa um, Claus three yeah uh, versus Jack no Claus. it's a, it's a one that Anna Kendrick just came out with that's Noel that, yeah that one uh, no, yeah, Noel Noel um, but basically just this like very like it, it does she he was a really a pretty convincing psychopath. Like, I mean that's what psychopaths it, it it definitely captured like the display of like what psychopathic tendencies are, like keeping a book of trying to remember like, oh, like to be nice to this person and don't be criticizing that. Cause then like um it's very he was very much like a self-aware psychopath and I really did enjoy and I felt like I kind of like wanted more uh, and how it this movie plays on it's kind of like an anthology kind of movie about psychopaths or that's what the the movie that Colin Firth um is going to be writing and it kind of like wanted that movie and that was the moments where it was a bit more um like interesting uh because of all these different like psychopaths like you know with the with the vietnamese priest and and um things like that but I, I there were definitely really good moments coming um that came out of this film like um for example like uh the whole you could say like trail of of who christopher walken's character really was of like the quaker a story being told at the beginning and then Sam Rockwell's character saying like, I told him that story. And then you find out that, um, that the Quaker is, is Christopher Walken. And it was pretty, it was a pretty great reveal with um, him revealing it and taking off of his um, crevasse and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think it's cross. It's scarf basically. Um, or ascot, but yeah, just, there was good. There was, good moments in this movie but i felt like it was disjointed a bit um i did enjoy it but but yeah there was some disjointment and it was a it was that was the only thing that like for me that kind of like um just didn't really bother me but it was like it could have been better um but like the characters and the performances were definitely okay. I did enjoy the 
um, most of the comedy, especially with with you know basically essentially the psychopath saying calling out Colin Firth's character as being a an alcoholic at every moment, like when he's like drinking and stuff. They're like, "You're an alcoholic. You need you have a problem. You have like when essentially they've like killed people and and like things like that." But yeah, for me, I do recommend it to give it a shot. Um, it's definitely something that you know you you should probably give it a watch and see what you think. Um, you might not like it. You might like like it, or you might like love it. But for me, I, I liked it. All right. Now, where you would typically think I'm about to shit on a movie, I'm about to blow all your minds. This movie was actually very good. It was a very good movie. In the sense of this. So it starts off really shitty, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real. So I, I originally, when I first started watching it, was kind of like, well, what the fuck? Like, I get it. It was supposed to be some kind of dark comedy. I didn't watch it. I was going to watch the trailer just to kind of get a gist of it. But I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go and dry. Let's see where we go. So when you look at it in one layer, it's a story of a friend helping a friend make a movie. Right. You got you got that one layer. Uh, on another layer, it, it was really weird the way it goes. But then when you start looking at it, once you get to the end and you realize it's because these people are psychopaths and they're crazy. That's why all this stuff is weird and disjointed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you feel like, well, what the fuck is wrong with it? No, it's because they're doing their fucking job and making you feel that way as you keep going. And I, I was like, this is this is cool. And And like a friend to a friend, they're always telling him, hey, man, you drink too much. When in reality, it's like, but you guys are fucking psychopaths. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm the I'm the one who's fucked up in your eyes, but in my eyes, you guys are the ones that are fucked up. So like I didn't really laugh in this movie, like like ah ha ha ha, but like it it was it was lighthearted enough that you could get through all this stuff to the point where where you get you he's almost acting out this movie uh, for Colin Firth, right? Colin Farrell. So Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Sorry, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell. There you go. Yeah, well that's what I heard. That's why I was like, all right, yeah, Colin Farrell. Okay. So, so Sam Rockwell oh, pretty much up. acting out this whole movie at the end uh, for Colin Farrell, like acting it completely out to the point where it actually happens in real life. And then I'm watching certain parts going like, is this part of their little flashback story where he's telling the movie or is this part of the reality? But I think that that's where it works because they're psychopaths. <laughs> now, I will tell you this, where I thought the best part of the fucking whole movie was when Colin Farrell picks up the the recording that yeah the tape yeah. recorder oh, where yeah. uh, Christopher mm-hmm. Walken gives him this amazing story, amazing amazing story for the Vietnamese Buddhist monk right, and then you just chills. go wow, yeah and it's so amazing and then he has to go because everybody could you know everybody's got a dream and all this stuff and then he goes into this 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 little kind of like tangent on how uh, i don't want to use the words because obviously they're not appropriate anymore but how how um homosexuals or or the gay community doesn't like to be called a certain way and so it completely takes you out of this beautiful moment and you're like man this guy was a, an effing genius in the way he wrote the story to back to oh yeah this is a, this is what we're in like this is it and so that's why i really enjoyed it to the point that even at the end of the movie the credits roll and and i, I was thinking about it because i go hey what about the guy with the bunny you know, like whatever happened to that guy, and to the point oh. that as the credit starts to roll, he cuts back in and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna come and kill you." 
But Colin Farrell went through all this crap that he's like, yeah, I'm here. Come and kill me. <laughs> and he's like, uh, sounds like you've been through some stuff. And you know what? I'll call you back. Like he freaks out the 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 other psychopath. So in in a in a way, like I'm 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 gonna be honest. I really liked it, but it's not mind blowing. It's not some critically acclaimed movie. But I think everybody did the job so well that it's a very enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. Like at the, at the end of it, if you if you see if you can see through all the layers that it has, because it's 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 a it's a very complex movie in its simple premise. That you like every story is based in some reality, except for maybe the Asian Vietnamese guy. I think that's the only one they made up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else was based rooted in some kind of reality, and it's and it's great that you go from the story that he made up to finding out what was really happening. So I kind of enjoyed that. Like I, I kind of enjoyed it. It it, it wasn't too much. It, it was just enough. I mean, it was a little weird. Some of the scenes that that were like Sam Rockwell when he's like, doing all his weirdness. But I think that's what that's what he's that's the point. That's what he's supposed to do. Like you're not supposed to suspect. Him being the, I mean, I did. I thought it was him, but you know what I mean. It's supposed to keep you like, oh, he's just a weird dude, mm-hmm. and then you you realize, oh no, wait, he's also a psychopath. But then the way he makes it sound like is he became a psychopath for his friend to make this movie. Like he's like, that's why I went to go kill these guys, so that way you had an inspiration. So I don't know if at this point he's a really really good friend or he's just been a psychopath from the get go. I think I mean, he's been a psychopath that, that for a the tendency. get-go because he, like, yeah, because he, he has that whole journal and stuff yeah. like that, and that's, like, the yeah. clear sign of his well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, both I, are true. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, but, I yeah. Mean, yeah, I'm just saying, like, like it, it gives you this feeling of, like, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, we could piece it, but I'm saying it gives you this kind of feeling of a little bit going, like, did the psychopath come first or did the best friend part come first? Like, which one mm-hmm. wins over the other one? Obviously, he didn't kill him, so... I don't know how much of a psychopath he is, but it's, then again, it's psychopath. Yeah, it, like, it's 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 a it's a good movie. Like I said, it's a good movie. I'd enjoy it. Very many layers. If you really want to really delve into it, it is somewhat a it is a complex movie with a simple premise, and I think I like that the most. That mm-hmm. it's a movie for everybody. Depending on where your thought level is, you're going to read into it maybe a little more, and if not. Uh, there's enough to read into it for your, for your, I guess the different levels of intellect. So yeah, it's, it's, feel- a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's an easy digestible movie. Derek, I, I gotta say, like- you, this is a good pick, man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm glad. You yeah, I got, it. I, I got, I gotta say that I, I felt like I had understood it more on this second, um, watch, watching of it. Um, and I kind of like got like certain moments a lot more, like, uh, Colin, uh, just Christopher Walken, like you, yeah, like his character alone, you kind of like understand, like, yeah, he's a psychopath, but like where he's coming from is that like he's just he was he's like just been broken for yeah. since it's his his daughter's yeah, yeah, grief and loss. Yeah, so his reaction to his wife, you know, basically getting murdered, is kind of like what a person in that perspective could. And you know, would be of like, you know, she and then it, it would, it, I don't know if the what he told, you know, Colin Farrell was, or, or Sam Rockwell's character of like, oh yeah, she got the all clear, but kind of like puts in your mind of like, maybe she did get the all clear and then this yeah. happened. Yeah, I think so, she did. And then she's like, then. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it definitely, it definitely 
does a really great way of like making you emotionally connect to these characters. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so much as Colin Farrell's character, maybe because he he's a writer and stuff, but like kind of you maybe when he kind of like essentially you don't know yet but he might have because of all, all of this become a psychopath himself in a way but like that's when you kind of like start feeling like a emotional connection to him a bit more like especially like when he's like leaving Sam Rockwell like you know his friend behind to basically like he knows he knows he's going to die but but yeah, it's just it's an insane way to to basically make you sympathize with with these you know essentially mm -hmm. psychopaths and stuff. Yeah. I one thing real quick to say I don't for me like I I agree that it was layered. I agree that mm -hmm. there was all these cool storylines and I I really did though enjoy the Christopher Walken tape recorder scene. But I kind of don't think anybody was truly a psychopath other than Sam Rockwell. Because, like, yeah. he did really give off a lot of those tendencies. Like, somebody who has, like, psycho 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 well, what, what about the, guy? What about like, the bunny guy? No, no I mean, his I wife like was. I feel like his wife was. like well, more, he, But he, not even then, mm -hmm. it wasn't. I, I see where you're coming from, um, Alan, where, like, it's it, they were kind of, like, had their psychopathic tendencies were out of necessity in a way or or like of a yeah. justice I, I, um, I don't think they're literally psychopaths necessarily. i think no. they're just like fucked up people you know yeah yeah more like more or less they're fucked up people but like i feel like they have this kind of like they they're grounded compared to sam rockwell where like he has the journal he's like don't burn my neighbor's flag kind of thing like that right there and then also going as far as like saying oh i need to do all these things for my friend to write his movie where I'm like, yes, that is something a psychopath would do because in their mind, they think that's normal. And there is a whole obsessive compulsive thing. So he's probably obsessed with his friend with Colin Farrell's character where he's like, I want to do the best for him. And I want to, I want that one to inspire him. And that's something a, a psychopath would do is like in their own mind, think this is normal. This is what I should do kind of thing. But I felt like everybody else had, more of like they had their past and that mm -hmm. was them just kind of like I think an that's, to me kind of thing i think i think that's what they were trying to get at. like like christopher walken was uh, quote unquote the psychopath when he was following this guy around all the time just constantly obsessing over him and just just watching him just watching him and then at the house and then when he slits his throat i feel like the moment he slits his throat and so supposedly maybe dies right and he comes back. He's he. They're the two ends of the story where uh, Colin Farrell was like, "I don't want my story to just be about murder, death, and killing and stuff. I want it to have like a different ending." And that's the whole eye for an eye thing when they're having the talk in the car, where Christopher Walken kind of goes, "You know, if it, if it's an eye for an eye, then the world goes blind." And then you have Sam Rockwell go, "No, that's fucking stupid. You still got one eye. One one guy's gonna have one eye. Therefore, he's not blind. What is he gonna do? Shoot out his own eye?" So I, I I had a feeling like that's where they were going with where Christopher Walken was maybe one path that you can take if you were to come out of it while Sam Rockwell's is, is a different path. It's it's a full psychopath, completely like you know no restraints, no holds bar, completely going down that path. But they're the two the two paths that diverge. Where he that's why in the beginning you see him kind of uh, 
Colin Farrell working with Sam Rockwell. But then it seems like at, at near the end of it, he's like, oh, no, I kind of want to do this with Christopher Walken, the kind of story where at the end you'll have hope when you come out of it. Yeah, and I think, you know, it is a movie that is kind of like anti-nihilistic um, where it is like these horrible things have happened to these people and have broken them and, you know, made them, mm-hmm. you know, quote-unquote psychopaths in different ways. And it's just kind of about them kind of like having a second life in a lot of these respects. And and even even Colin Farrell, I think, to a degree, is kind of like a psychopath. Like, he doesn't, he's not on the surface, like, you know, a crazy person, like a crazy broken person like the rest of these guys are, who, like, Tom Waits with his bunny, or, like, Sam Rockwell, mm-hmm. who's actually a literal psychopath. But he's, like, he's, like, fucked up. Like, he's an alcoholic. Like, he doesn't remember, like, just, like, you know, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like shouting at his girlfriend that she's a bitch and her breaking it. Like, he doesn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, he's, like, he's pretty bad, too. And, you know, like, he's obviously oh, yeah. kind of, like, an avatar for, you know, the the uh, writer slash director of the movie because, you mm-hmm. know, he's, he's like, an Irish writer who's working on this screenplay in L.A. and writing a movie called Sudden Psychopaths. And I, yeah, it's very meta yeah. of, that, of that aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I do really like meta stuff, and I like, you know, how they'll be talking about the movie Seven Psychopaths, that the writing in the movie, but they're actually on, like, you know, another la- layer talking about movies. Like, they keep saying, this is how the film's, go- like, this is how the movie's gonna end. This is how the film's gonna end. And it's, mm-hmm. like, when the movie's about to end, or, like, it's about a halfway point when they're driving to the desert, and he's just like, what if, like, halfway through the movie, they, there's all this setup and everything, and you just drive in the mm-hmm. desert, and that's how the second half goes. It's just three guys talking. You're like, oh, is that what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah, and that's, what, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly. Yeah. And then, just like when he goes, oh, that cross up there. Perfect place to have a uh, a shootout. Mm-hmm. And then there it is. And, and exactly, you're right. Like, that's, that's I, I really did enjoy that part of it. Yeah, and I just, I really like how, just, like, kind of absurd, dark comedy. Like, that's just kind of, like, personally, just, like, my jam. And I love how it's just like it all starts because of just like a dog napping and then becomes this crazy yes. thing where Woody Harrelson's this insane gangster, but he's crying over his dog and he's ready to just like murder people and stuff over it. And he's obviously a psych like a crazy person, too. Yeah. OK. OK. I got to say, yeah. I didn't expect that twist, though, where he was sleeping. They're both sleeping with the same girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one threw me off. I didn't expect that. No, that was, yeah, that was good. But but honestly, yeah, like. I wanted to watch this movie when it first came out because I was a really big fan of In Bruges. I actually like this a little better than In Bruges because I feel like it has it's In Bruges like lo- towards the final part of the movie kind of loses a little bit of the humor and just becomes just really just more of like too a little too serious. Whereas this one, even when it is serious, it's like a perfect mix of like oh something like you said, Fred. Like they have that he has that whole like really great. Uh, uh, the tape recorder scene where he's talking about you know the great ending for his movie and then he just kind of hits you with like kind of a joke it's just kind of like yeah they're all it's kind of like life where comedy and drama are just kind of clashing and mixing at the same time mm-hmm. and I, do, I feel like this movie does a good job of just kind of like playing on all that absurdity and just you you know you're just kind of like what's going to happen with these these people they're going to the desert they keep throwing out all these meta references one person says it's just going to be peaceful there's this other person's going to be like it's a big shootout and it's kind of like halfway through it's not like a kind of crazy movie ending like he describes mm-hmm. like when the church where everybody comes out but it's also mm-hmm. there is still that shooter at the end but yeah i think i think that this is i haven't watched it in years and i just kind of like it's been a movie that i've whenever i've talked about like my podcast i've always been like oh one day i really want to talk about seven psychopaths so i'm finally glad i'm glad we finally got around to talking about it and you know i'm uh 
I'm really, I'm really, uh, was interested to hear what you guys had to say because I don't think we've ever really talked about it before. And not because I know, no, this is, yeah, I was gonna say, this is the first time I've seen this movie, so like, I didn't know about it, I, mean, I haven't heard about it. I don't know when it like when it came out. I didn't. I don't know what I was doing around 2012. I'll be honest, because I, I don't remember the movie. So this is my first time seeing it, and, and I mean, I saw the actress, and I was like, all right, let's see what I'm about to get myself into. But it, I mean, for the first time, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I just want to say this isn't related related to anything, but it's a it's a line. There's all these great lines from the movie, and one of them that I loved and kind of like maybe hit me a little personally was when uh, he's just like. He's like, uh, you're a writer and you're Irish. You're predisposed to drink. It's in your, it's in your blood or whatever. And I was just like, fuck, that's me right there. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we we were kind of like um, uh, missing one of the performances in the, in our discussion so far. We've gotten the good guys, but maybe we should talk about the bad guy specifically. Um, Woody Harrelson's character. I felt like it, it was definitely like in, inspired by in his his character in um, Natural Born Killers in a way of just that craziness and but for no like you know he just about his dog you kind of like relate to him in that at least I kind of like but to an extreme of like yeah I would I you know I care for my dog is and stuff like that like that but just the insanity of of his involvement in it and, and uh, in this whole story and just like, and that too, like in the movie of, of it seeming like wrong place, wrong time kind of situation at first of, of they took, they just took the wrong dog and that's why all this craziness is happening. But then, yeah, the, the craziness that Sam Walker's character is, is no, I did it. I did it for a reason. I because you know I was trying to get my girlfriend away from her evil um, boyfriend, and so I took his dog because like I'm I'm better than him basically. Um, yeah. So well, Woody Helson is so good because he manages to both be menacing and really fucking funny at the same time, mm-hmm. which is kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he he is like you're like wow, this guy is terrifying but I'm also laughing at what he's saying and it's not making him any less terrifying. And what's really amazing is he was brought in at the last minute. It was supposed to be Mickey Rourke who dropped out. And I think that the film is oh, fuck. much better. Been bad. Yeah. The film was much better for it because I don't think Mickey Rourke has that, no. the comedic chops to do it. Like he could maybe be intimidating, but he would not have that kind of like same humor that Woody Harrelson brings to the role because Woody is such both a good dramatic and comedic actor that, and he's able mm-hmm. to fuse them in this movie like the movie itself is a really good fusion of drama and comedy. Yeah, well, like, uh, with the running know, gag. Uh, Mickey Rourke was pretty hilarious in Iron Man too. Uh, my bird. Uh, that's what, uh, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Maybe they wouldn't be chasing a dog; they'd be chasing a bird. No, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say the running gag of the gun getting stuck, uh, like like the oh, yeah. not being able to shoot because it gets like gets stuck. Uh, I don't know if it's a bullet in the chamber or how it gets stuck, but that shit made me laugh a yeah. couple times. Not like laugh, laugh. But it just made me like at the moment when you think he's gonna shoot him, and it's like fuck, count back to five. <laughs> that shit, I was like, God damn it, you guys, like fuck, really? Like on a pivotal moment, you're gonna, this is where we're gonna be at, like fuck, man. That's what it made me feel like a lot of the time. Yeah, but I, I knew it's because that's the humor. That's why you'd be like, God, like you're getting excited, and then all of a sudden he shoots, and then nothing happens. Like, oh fuck, it's stuck, and you're like, really, that fucking gun again? <laughs> yeah, Chekhov's a jammed gun. Yeah, I was like, you piece of shit. I'm like, all right. But yeah, it's, or when he gets shot, and he's like, "Let me pet my dog." Come on, man. He's like, "No, my dog." I was like, "Fuck you guys." 
and it's it's very yeah it's like it's not like laugh out loud constantly humor but it's also yeah. it's always just like wow that, that's really funny like you're kind of just like under yeah. your breath just like, yeah that's you're good. like yeah you're like fuck I, yeah like they get you with it yeah like you said it's not a laugh out loud funny but the jokes come and you're like oh fuck oh. you're like shit <laughs> all right yeah. you're like it's i like, got it whole, but i think blow, that's the whole point of the movie that, blow air out of your nose mm-hmm. humor yeah. yeah and that's that's the mm-hmm. thing i think that's how the movie's supposed to be because mm-hmm. if it was too funny it would take away from the maybe the seriousness of of, of the killings and the stuff uh, like mm-hmm. where it wants to be somewhat serious about that like make you feel like oh yeah these guys are psychopaths these guys are killers if the humor was too funny then you know it just it wouldn't work like this works because like, you get that humor in in a tense spot and you're like oh fuck you're like all right and then but but it's a good one it's a it's a good being like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think like another moment is christopher walken um interaction with with um woody harrelson's like you know lackeys basically of like you know um put your hands up no <laughs> and then he's like why not I don't want to. And then he's like, yeah. but why not? And, and like, but I have a gun. And he's like, I don't care. Too bad. So, I too don't bad. Care. <laughs> yeah. So what? Just, the deli- yeah. just that moment, and on, you know. And on that same note, when he has that interaction with Larry Harrelson, where he he got uh, right after he kills his wife, they're sitting oh, yes. face, face with uh-huh. each other, and you feel like super super tense, and to the point where he pulls off his his ascot or something, and he's like, we're take it just to show him that big old scar. And then it kind of like freaks him out. I actually mm-hmm. thought he was going to try to choke him out with that ascot right there. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, let me put it on for you. And then just strangle him. I thought that's what I was about to see, but I didn't, but it's, it's super, but that, that's, that's, that's that feeling that you get. Cause it's super, super tense. Yeah. So you're like, Oh, someone's mm-hmm. going to do something to each other. And then they don't, they just kind of walk away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Does it re- movie does a really got good job of building mm-hmm. tension throughout. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah, it's a it's a, it's a big recommendation for me. I mean, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're gonna if it's one of those run out and watch it, but I think it should be a movie on your list yeah. that you should watch. Yeah, it's on Prime right now. If anybody, if you got Amazon Which Prime, it's a good one. You can uh, watch it for free. But especially right now that we're all at home. So yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. For me, like I, I said, def- I thought I'll oh, go ahead. I would I would definitely recommend it just as um something to watch and to make of course make your own own determinations on but if you are if you're looking for something that is multi-layered that probably to fully understand it um might need like maybe one or or, or two or more um rewatches just like 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 um Fred was saying you know the multi-layers and um things like that uh i do recommend it 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 does put a lot of thought in different things and into character development specifically and um yeah so give it a watch if you still don't understand it maybe re-listen to this and then rewatch it again alan did you have any what were you gonna say some alan oh yeah no i was just gonna say um yeah for me like i said i i thought it was just okay um after giving it a second because like i said the first time i really hated it second time i was like you know what it's not as bad as i remember but it's on amazon give it a try um again i'm super picky with comedies so uh, i think i think the layers and the acting will will at least pull you in at least that will Mm -hmm. definitely get 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 you going Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, if you're if you're a fan of like Sam Rockwell's like movies like Choked or or is it Moon? Moon is fucking um, great. Yeah, of that kind of like he tends to make some pretty like interesting movies and 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 um very great choices in his, in his acting. I'm just talking about Sam Rockwell now, but um, but yeah, if you're if you're definitely a fan of like Sam Rockwell's work and and of course Christopher Walken, but Christopher Walken in a more of a a, a subtle you know Christopher classic Christopher Walken kind of character. Um, then definitely check out this movie. Yeah. yeah. And then Colin Farrell too. Like I, he's mm-hmm. very understated in this movie, but he's fucking great. Like he's kind of like, you know, the uh, kind of like serious man around all these people who are kind of like, you know, more like over the top people. And he's much more of like a subdued performance, but he is, is fucking great. And he'll like fly off the handle. He's just like, you people are crazy, but he's crazy too. So yeah, everybody in this incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, Unless you guys got anything else to say, I guess I'll go ahead and wrap that up. I think I think I'm 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 solid on this one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm good. Sam Rockwell didn't dance in this movie. That's true. Oh shit! Yeah, no, it's Sam Rockwell <laughs> dance. Damn. Well. Yep. Um. But, but uh, well, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you um you like this, uh, go ahead and hit subscribe, and you know we got new episodes every two weeks. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, just give us a rating. Uh, you know if you can give us a review. Or give us five stars. It really helps us get noticed. Um, we also have a couple more podcasts. Um, by the time this one airs, we will uh, have just released our... Uh, Ariel will have just released her podcast, You've Never Seen. I don't know if you wanted to mention that at all, Ariel. Yep, it's going to be releasing, or it ha- has released on August 1st. Um, still need to edit it, um, put the final pieces on it. But it's basically um, taking us and... Essentially, at least one of us has never seen a movie that's considered part of pop culture or um, cinema staple. So it's that person watching it and the other ones that who've watched it, of course, um, discussing it and after their after their first viewing. And then on the 15th, um, we're also going to be premiering another show uh, called Gateway Episodes. We're going to be starting with three episodes, and uh, it's basically the premise is if you want to get somebody into a show, you show them this episode of a show, and it's a gateway episode. And so every um, we'll do it once a month, every 15th of the month, uh, we'll watch an episode of a new TV show to see if that is an episode that we want to walk through the gateway and get into that new show. Um, and the first couple of episodes are going to be on Lost and Gilmore Girls, and then I believe Far Escape is going to be the third one. Um, so check those out, guys, um, and then, you know, subscribe to those, and, of course, subscribe to this show, and uh, until then, I'll see you in another life. Bye, thanks for Take being easy. amazing. <laughs>